Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, Philip talks about the money-making law. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. All right, been a long week. It's Friday, about to be a three-day weekend. So that means I'm only recording four episodes next week, guys. Let's, uh, let's get straight into it. We're going to talk about a couple different things, but the first topic is going to be the three- to five-year brokerage account. And when I say three- to five-year, let me clarify. Three- to five-years of your income into a brokerage account strategy. And I, I actually, I'm I'm shocked that I don't talk much about this because this is this is like my biggest first place that I recommend pe- people put money into when they're when they are saving and investing money if they think like me and and the, and they don't like they don't get overly excited about retirement, right? So 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 most people who I talk to who are 30, 40 years old, retirement is so far away, like it's. You know, it's 20, 30 years, and I think retirement as a concept in general is extremely difficult to get excited about because when I say it out loud, you're going to say, yeah, maybe that's why I haven't been super excited about retirement. But you, you say, hey, I want to like defer all of my fun, right? I want to I wanna wait to have fun uh, until I'm like 70 years old. And then I'm gonna have fun for like five years, and then and and then go go be with the Lord, right? I'm I'm over exaggerating the point, but most of us would like to just enjoy life now, not defer having fun until some later date where we're gonna have less time, and, and we don't really know how much we time, right? When you're seventy, you might have five years, you might have thirty years, who who knows? But definitely, we want to enjoy it sooner rather than later, and so thinking about deferring gratification for some future period of time that might not be might not be that much time later it's just not a super motivating goal like just the only people who are who find the inner motivation and the inner excitement to do it are just like people who are just weird i mean they're just wired that way i'm i'm in the industry and i've never been wired that way it doesn't mean you don't save for retirement but it means like it's hard to do the short term hard stuff consistently for that period of time to get there. And so what I focused on is a, a goal of saying, hey, here's a big goal for me. I want to have three to five years of what it takes us to live in a in a brokerage account. And a brokerage account is just like a regular investment account. It's not an IRA. It's not a 401k. So there's not the there's no, there's no tax benefits, but you also don't have the, the restrictions of not having access to your money. And that does a couple different things. Specifically, I own my own business, so you know I was already used to volatility of, of 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 income. You know, I've never had a salary. But for folks that maybe are working somewhere and they maybe don't love what they do, or they want to do a new career, because let me because let me let, let me get to the heart of it. Like the heart of it is once you have five years in a brokerage account, you now what I call bulletproof, right? You can change jobs. You could. Uh, change careers. You could put yourself in a position to live the life you want to live 
at that point. Meaning, for me, I set the goal a while back because I just, you know, I had the goal and I wanted to have liquid money. I didn't want to have it all locked up so that I can in- invest it in other different things if I wanted to. Or, but I didn't want to lock up all my money. But I was already living. Like, I already do what I want to do. Like, if I had $100 million, what would I be doing? I'd be podcasting, and I'd be managing money. I'm, I, I'm doing what I love, so that's a, that's a blessing. Like, I save for the future, but I don't live in doing what I want to do for retirement. Like, hey, every year, like, how do I build my life to do more of what I love, right? That's that's how I live. And so, for me, the five-year bucket is, is, is different. But for most people who I tell it, it's, it's hey— you're in a position where you may not love what you do, and we need to get you to that position as soon as possible. And so if you could be disciplined, put away money, invest it wisely in a sh- shorter period of time than what you thought, not 30 years, but maybe five years, seven years, you could be in a position to do the job you want, right? Maybe maybe you're making a bunch of money as a big-time attorney uh, working 80 hours a week, and, and, and your kids are growing up quick. And before you know it, they're going to be out of your house. And so maybe you want to be able to spend more time with the kids before they leave. And so you're like, cool, I need to get to a point to where I, I feel like I can, you know, maybe you can live on half of what you're living on now once you pay off some stuff. So it's like a five-year goal, pay off some stuff and then have two, three, four years of what it takes for you to live in a bank or in a brokerage account and actually earning money, right? I said bank, but you don't want it to bank doesn't pay anything, right? But two to four years of your money in the brokerage account to where that way, if you leave this job, you could go work somewhere and give yourself time to find something that you 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 want to do, right? You love to do. Along the way, you can maybe build a business on the side, but it's lots of different. Like when I talk to, when I talk to lots of people and I ask them this question, I'm like, hey, if failure was not an option, like what would you be doing? And a lot of folks are afraid to answer that question because, you know, they don't, hey, a lot of them haven't thought about it, but yeah, I mean that's that that's just it. Like they haven't thought about it. And the reason they haven't thought about it is they, they figure it's not possible, so why even sit on it? So I'm like, hey, think about it. Like, what would you do? You know, how much money could you could you make doing that? And 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 believe it or not, like in a in a relatively short period of time, like you could be living that life that you want to. You just have to be strategic in how you plan. And so that brokerage account, setting that up and having it as a goal is important. And a lot of times it requires saying, Hey, if you're putting ten if you're putting fifteen percent of your four oh one K plan and you're only getting a four percent match but you hate what you do and you want to do some, somewhere else, then maybe it makes sense to not put all the money in the 401k plan. Put the match, but then reroute it to the brokerage account and, and start building. And, and you would be shocked when when I do it, when I talk to people about it, they get really excited about doing short-term painful stuff to get to that goal. Like they'll do something crazy like <laughs> sell their home and downsize to, to help get towards that goal. They'll Uber extra hours on a weekend to fill up that pot for that extra goal. They'll figure out some sort of side hustle to do it. Or they'll work more doing what they're doing right now, but won't blow the money. They'll put it in the brokerage account because now they have a goal they can get excited about. Like getting excited about a 30-year goal, you're a freak of nature. But most of us can get excited about, hey, wait, in five years, I could be in a position to where I'm living the life that I want. And that's what I want for everybody. Like I want everybody to be in a position where you're doing what you love because you don't like it's Friday and most people are like super excited about Friday and I'm excited about Friday. I am, but like it's neutral to me. Friday is the same as Saturday, right? As a matter of fact, I actually, and this may sound crazy that like, I actually like, I enjoy the weeks 
you know, a lot of times I do. I, I, I love what I do, so I enjoy it. So, there's some weekends where I'm dreading the weekends. I'm like, oh, man, I don't have anything to do, right? And I got to force myself to relax, right, which is good, and I need to. It's a different type of a struggle, and so I love it. Like, I love what I do. I don't. only part that I feel that's work is paperwork, and I'm currently in the process of having my team take that from my plate. I didn't like editing podcasts, and so I, I connected with the best audio engineer in Texas to help me do that. And so it's just little by little saying, hey, here's my money. Here's what I have. How do I direct that money to build to build the life that I want? Or f- f- said a different way, right, to, to buy time. Because as I mentioned in a previous podcast, for me, money is energy, right? You invest your energy, which is another way of saying your time, right, into a task and you get paid back money, which is somebody else's energy and time that's paid back to you. And so money is time, right? Use use your money to buy time. And that's and that's really important. So that's a three-year brokerage account strategy, three to three to five year of your income brokerage account strategy. Let's talk about the next step, supply and demand. And what what is that? Well, if if you want to know how to make money, whether it be investing, whether it be in your career, whether it be in business, you, you want to have supply and demand on on your side. So I was on a recent podcast with a with a friend of mine, Donald Kelly. He has an amazing podcast, a sales evangelist. You should check it out. But he has a new one. I was on that one maybe like a few, three, man, it's like four years ago. But he has a new one called Selling in Color, which is all about, you know, people of color in sales and, and the struggles. Really good podcast. So I was on that one too. But, you know, he asked me about the experiences of selling as black. And, you know, I got I got periods where people said, hey, don't 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 bring that guy back because they don't like the color of my skin or whatever. I mean, it's cool. It's part of it's part of the process um, of, 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 of learning and it builds your it builds your muscles. But one of the things that I also talked about on the podcast was it's normal and natural for people to want to buy from people who are like them. Right. Whether whether it's, you know, you go to the same church, you go to the same school. And, you know, if somebody is a white conservative. Right. And you're a black libertarian. Right. I'm a libertarian, y'all, or whatever. Like they're going to and they perceive they perceive your value as equal. They're going to buy from the white conservative. Right. It's just natural and normal for human beings to want to do that. And so what I what I talked to him about was just saying, hey, in order to distinguish yourself or what I've done to distinguish myself is I'm I try to put supply and demand on my side, meaning by by putting in more effort and energy into learning all the different asset classes, even the new ones like crypto, Bitcoin, like I put myself in a position to put supply demand on my side because there's few advisors who really understand cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin. Right? Secondarily, there's probably there's probably even less or advisors who are communicating on the internet and on all the different major platforms to people about this information. And so what that's done, right, over five periods of time or the last five years has helped me Grow a grow a, you know, a business that I'm proud of. Manage a decent amount of money in this period of time, because and 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 I and, and it's done with people who are black, white, you know, brown. But it's, it's because like in a in a in in the the people who follow me and listen to me and in certain circles, like it's it's Philip is the guy. I don't know any. They don't know anybody else. They don't know anybody else who is as knowledgeable about a bunch of different topics. As me, and part of it is, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I just know a lot. 
And I know a lot of advisors who aren't on the internet. And I know a lot. I know, I know more than a lot of the, every advisor that I talk to on an ongoing basis, right? But I'm sure there's other advisors who know more, who know maybe just as much as me, right? I'm, I'm, I'm sure of that, right? My ego won't believe that, but I'm sure, I'm sure it's true. But they're not on the internet, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so supply and demand is, is, is saying, okay, what do I need to do? To put supply and demand on my, and, and, I'm, and I'm saying supply and demand, meaning you want to put yourself in a position where there's a high demand for something, but a low supply of people who can deliver it. And so it also applies in investing. If, if you're if if you're investing, you you want to say, okay, where's demand increasing, and can I invest in companies where there's a limited supply of people who have the ability to deliver, to deliver what people demand? For example, I'll use uh, a company we, we just added to the macro, macro opportunity strategy today, matter of fact, Shopify. I talked about it before, but Amazon did an amazing job over the last 20 years of selling everything that everybody wants on the internet. And in the last four or five years, people were, a lot of basically everybody else realized that Man, we're moving to a world where we have to have a internet selling plan, right? Whether you're a small business or a large business, and there's 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 a lot involved in it. You can't just decide today and then compete with Amazon because you got logistics, right? You got all kinds of things behind the scenes that that you need to make sure that's done right. Um, you got interface, you got payments. You, I mean, you got it's a lot, right? It, a- Amazon invested a crap ton of money over the last twenty years in building its it's pretty strong position, and so you can't just decide I want to sell on the internet and and then compete, right? And so you you have companies like Shopify, which has built an amazing back end system where you can white where you can kind of you can sell like you could sell as a seller on Amazon, but you can build your own brand. So so meaning, you know, if if you're a seller on Amazon, like I don't I don't know who I just bought. I, by the way, y'all got my Bitcoin shirt, right? I got three of them. I don't know, I don't know where I bought. I don't know who sold me this. I just bought it on Amazon, right? So they have no brand. Versus, you know, there's there's lots of different companies that have an online e-commerce site, but they but Shopify is behind the scenes, making the back end look easy, simple, and smooth, um, so they can have a good customer experience. And we don't even know, right? And so there's like if I were an e-commerce business. I would much rather have run it on Shopify and Amazon, right? Because Amazon has a lot of people who go look there, so you don't want to turn down that money. But I definitely want to have a Shopify site as well and not have to use just Amazon because like, they have the control. They have the market. They have the buyers. They ultimately have the control. And so you have a lot of big companies that run their back-end e-commerce site off Shopify and a lot of small businesses, and that's going to get bigger and bigger because... The percentage of e-commerce. Let me look at. I actually look at this on a on a ongoing basis. E-commerce sales thirteen point six percent of total sales. That's super low. Super. That's tiny, right? So people, you know, a lot of folks who are like, "Man, hey, did I miss Amazon? Which company we own too? No, you didn't miss Amazon because <laughs> we got a lot of growth, right? But then, but then Shopify is also, you know, smaller than Amazon and. There's a high demand for 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 what they do, and so that's an example of putting supply and demand on your side when you're investing, when you're in business. Right, l- l- look for those. Another another big one right now, like the biggest one, and this kind of rolls into 
the the last topic we're going to cover we're going to cover but the biggest supply and demand deal is, is 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 money right that that's why i'm so bullish on bitcoin you know you have you have a system right now where as i keep simply explaining you have a small group of governments government elites who can devalue the value of our money right but basically they can make they can make the value of our money go down and we can't do anything about it and that's a big problem because governments around the world are still stealing money from citizens through through debasement that's the word debasement and so that's a big problem right there's a there's a there's a huge demand for people to not have their money debased by the government okay what is the solution bitcoin right a a, a decentralized transparent monetary system that has a limited supply of money, right? Supply and demand, limited supply of money that will ever be printed, 21 million, right? It, it, it is the solution. There's only 100 million people right now who have Bitcoin, right? That number, as the number gets bigger, the price goes up, more money goes on, the price goes up, right? It's, it's a, it solves a, a huge problem, like the biggest problem. And so that's Bitcoin. Lightning Network. So Lightning Network, I want to explain that for people. I'm going to do a little bit of plug here and then we'll keep talking about it a little bit more. But but so a lot of people will say, hey, Bitcoin is something that it is, it's a good store of value. So nobody nobody no longer debates that. Right. They know it's a good store of value. Right. What people say is, yeah, but you can never pay for anything on Bitcoin. And I'm like, well, you, you got to understand how like money actually works in the current system. Right. So you have we have a dollar based system, but on but on top of the do- meaning the dollar-based system is like the foundation of it is U.S. Treasury bonds that that are issued by the the, the government, U.S. government, and so those are like the foundational stable rock of the of the system. And but we don't pay for things with Treasury bonds, right? We pay for things with 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 with, with dollar with dollar notes, which which we get through banks, right? So so banks are on top of the system and they facilitate us buying and selling things. In the system, and then on top of that, you have Visa, Mastercard, PayPal, Square, right? So it's a layered system, layered money system. Same thing with Bitcoin. You have Bitcoin, which is the foundation, right? Difference being, they can print more bonds, they can create more money over here. Bitcoin can't be more created, so it's a more stable foundation. And then on top of it, you have different layers being built, right? And so you have the the layer two that's specifically in the crypto space is called lightning right lightning network and it's a it's like super cheap fees it transfers money instantly right where bitcoin might take 10 minutes 20 minutes to verify the transaction lightning set, sets up the network instant instantly and it basically does what banks do like you have the you have these lightning pool operators which will put up their bitcoin to be kind of to, to and run a node to be able to for you to send money around the lightning network through their operation it's similar to what a bank does, right? A bank says, hey, we got a pool of money and we will facilitate trade from between merchants and people to make sure the money goes efficiently. I'm going to do an episode because there's there's other companies like Strike and Fold that I've researched and there's some pretty cool things you can do with different apps uh, that are plugged into the Lightning Network, but I'll cover that on a different episode. So just for now, I want to introduce it, start thinking about it, start checking it out. It's going to be... It's sucking more and more people into Bitcoin as people become aware of the Lightning Network. And that's pretty much it. Y'all enjoy y'all's three-day weekend, and we'll talk soon. Hey, hey.
If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.